the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Got an app idea that you think will be the next unicorn, but you don't know what to do next? Well, with more than 15 years of experience creating software, b7dev.com can help you out. Schedule a free one-hour call by going to b7dev and let them know that Steve sent you. That, once again, is b7dev.com. Want to boost your mobile app's search visibility on Google Play and the iOS App Store? Well, you can find hundreds of the most relevant and popular keywords for your app in just one minute. And you can create effective metadata with ASO Mobile. Check them out at asomobile.net. What'd you think? You like that video? Come on. Yes, very much. <laughs> Hi, Steve. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for staying up a little bit later. I know it's a little bit late in Turkey, but I really wanted to break down. And what we're going to talk about with you is how to maximize ASO seasonality. So with you know the holidays coming up, it's a great way to increase your downloads because that conversion rate increases. But talk to us a little bit about it. And I know you prepared a slide, so I want to bring that up for us as well. Awesome. Thanks so much. Um, so let's get into it. Um, I just want to give you a little bit of a background on mobile action. If you could just go to the next slide. Thank you, bet. Thanks so much. Um, so mobile action was actually founded in 2013 as an agency. And then two years later, we launched our app intelligence and ASO intelligence suites. Um, three years later, later we uh, launched our market and ad intelligence suites as well. So we became a full stack app store inside suite and we kind of drifted away from that um, agency uh thing. And then 2019, we launched searchas.com, which is an Apple search as campaign management platform. And then a year later, we became um, an Apple search as official partner. So if you could just go to the next slide, you will see our clients. Um, we work with big industry names from every industry. So we have gaming clients, we are um, helping health and fitness apps, uh, performance marketing agencies, um, and such. Uh, so nice. to give a little bit of uh, background about myself, I've been a customer success manager at Mobile Action for about a year. And then um, after that, I became an Apple Search House partner. So I've been with Mobile Action for about two years now. Um, as a customer success manager, I was helping our clients with ASO. And now I am helping with both ASO and ASA, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Nice. All right. I want to say hi to a few people. There are here. Dataology software. I think we're going to take a look at your apps. Lento, what's happening, dude? What What's happening, George? Good to see you here. All right, let's get into ASO. Awesome. So um, I'm sure all of you already know this, but again, just to give a very brief sort of an explanation, what is ASO? Um, we're going to be talking about it a lot during this session. So it's basically every organic effort that you have to optimize your mobile apps 
to maximize your visibility in the App Store and increase your conversion rates. And um, the factors that include your ASO efforts are your keywords in the title, subtitle, etc., uh, your creative, such as your icon and screenshots, and then um, things that you can't control, like ratings and reviews and such. Nice. So to uh, kind of get to where does seasonality come in uh, into all of this? So um, I think it goes without saying that user behavior tends to change around the seasons. So people may be, um, you know, giving their attention to different things. They might be more inclined to download different apps um, according to the season. And so you really need to be prepared to get that, um, you know, value from those seasons, um, grab the, you know, the user's attention um, based on the season that we are in. Um, another thing that is really important to mention is that, you know, keywords have different search volumes. So obviously every keyword that you're ranking for is going to bring you a different level of visibility. And around the seasons, different keywords tend to get um, popular. Uh, and so based on that demand, you need to optimize your keyword strategy so that you can really utilize the visibility that you're going to get from those. Um, another thing that you really need to do is uh, leverage the seasonality by using unique creatives based on the season, which we are going to be talking about a little bit more in detail later on. Um, but you also need to optimize the in-app experiences and your in-app event cards to boost your conversion rates. Um, this is not only for new users, this can also be important for returning users and also your current users. <clears throat> yeah, I love it. Oh, Bailey, I could jump in here and I'll, I'll jump this right here for you too. But what we've seen with in-app events, you know, Back when Apple launched it last year, it was, we didn't know the impact. And so a friend of mine did like Thanksgiving, all that stuff. And he was able to get some features here. And I've been pushing in-app events just because we've seen clients where they're big clients. And it, it's like, you can see the data of that in-app event and the people who install open like almost immediately, right? And it's a great way to get this feature because what I'm noticing is these in-app events are tailored for me meaning I have this app or I've downloaded this app before like this one. And so there's it's a no brainer. As you can see, they're going into the fall season. So this is a great example of somebody doing seasonality in app event here. I really like this. Exactly. As I mentioned, it's really important for returning users as well, because it's something new that you're doing with the app. And I think these in-app events also sort of create a sense of urgency because they are not permanent. They um, eventually end and you can see when it's going to end. And so um, people, you know, tend to want to take advantage of that if they are interested, if you can reach the right crowd. Yeah, I like it. Okay, let's get into the next one. Awesome. So when we say, yes. So when we say seasonality, we actually have different types of seasonality. The first thing we're going to be talking about, um, thinking about, are going to be the special holidays, right? So we just wrapped up Halloween, and then we're going to have Christmas, and then we're going to have Valentine's Day. And those kind of go without saying. And these can be applied to sort of any type of app because, you know, you can sort of decorate your creatives with these things. But then we also have special events, which um, do not happen uh, all year round. And, you know, category specific apps can take advantage of these. Um, and so one of these that are coming up is Black Friday, obviously. 
And so, again, Black Friday can be used by, you know, can be utilized by any app that has in-app purchases, but um, it's going to be most beneficial for e-commerce apps, we can say. But we also have, for example, sports events that any sort of sports streaming apps can take advantage of, maybe radio um, apps can take advantage of. Uh, and so uh, this is also a different type of seasonality that we need to be aware of. And then the last one is what I call viral events. So whatever is going on at the moment, and I think I put a very fun example here. This is actually a chess app that I use. And, you know, Elon Musk is kind of a hot topic right now with him buying Twitter and all that. And so now they, they are having this in-app event uh, called Billionaires. And so these are opponents that you can play against. Um, the opponents are like Zark Muckerberg and et cetera. Um, I think it's a really fun way to incorporate whatever is happening at the moment into your app. Uh, this requires really quick action and really quick planning, so you can implement it before the hype dies down. Um, but if you can do it, um, not just for new users, but also this is, like I think, really fun and uh, you know something that is going to improve the retention rate of your current users because uh, it just shows that you are, you know, present with the app. You are maintaining this app. Uh, you are staying on top of things and you are giving new and fun experiences to your users, basically. Yeah. what I, I, I love the Friday, Black Friday example. You know, it's one of the biggest events in the U.S. And what I've been telling and I've been playing around with this with clients is, hey, create a promo because you can do that. With, you don't need a developer. For any of this, create a promo for one of your subscriptions, have a, an app event that links to that promo. Now, I don't know if this is going to work, Kaylin, because Apple is a little tricky with these in-app events. We're actually testing with one of our clients an in-app event that just links to the app. It's not a deep, deep link because we're like, we can't do deep link, you know, technology wise. And I was like, okay, let me try submitting it with uh, the just to the app. But I would say, you know, put that in-app event together. Create that promo with an App Store Connect. I'll create a video for this a little bit later and then run it on Black Friday and see what happens because it might be a nice little push for you. But I like that example with Black Friday. Exactly, yeah. Actually, we've seen that in-app events um, and in-app event cars actually um, have worked really great for some of our users um, because, again, as I said, it's attention-grabbing and also it creates a sense of urgency, especially for Black Friday deals. So you can create like... Uh, you know, a special sort of discount for that season. You can um, create new bundle deals for that season. Uh, you just need to be aware of the App Store guidelines to do that. Um, and as you know, as long as you're following the rules, um, I think it's going to give a good push. Like it. Um, so when we say, uh, you know, leverage seasonality, where do we start? So obviously you need to understand the season very, very well uh, in order to optimize for it um, because every season will sort of have its different intricacies and users will be, you know, inclined to download different apps during these times, as I mentioned, but they will also be, um, you know, going towards different themes, going toward different color schemes, for example. So for Halloween, you might use, you know, spooky characters like purples and oranges and mummies, vampires, monsters. So all of these like creepy, uh, you know, aspects. But then Christmas comes around and you need to switch it up 180 degrees and you need to do festive colors, vibrant reds and greens, and you need to use Santa Claus, um, and they will be looking for more of a, you know, cozy and warm and giving uh, kind of a 
vibe. And also they will be looking for gifts to buy, for example. So that's something that, again, e-commerce apps can use. Um, And so you need to, as I mentioned, understand the season well. And then once you're done with that, you need to actually understand how your app can relate to that season. Um, Because as I mentioned, it's really easy to just decorate things based on the season and then just, you know, uh, update it like that, let it go. But um, I think it's important to relate it well to your app, because if you do something um, without giving it much attention, without relating it well to your app, um, it might have the exact opposite reaction from the users. Um, So you need to really connect the two. Um, And then once you do that, uh, you know, before strategizing, you need to decide on the location uh, because not every season is going to be working for every location. So, for example, uh, for a country where the majority of people are Muslims, you might not want to, you know, go for Christmas themes, but you might want to go for New Year's instead. And so you need to understand the user base and then strategize according to the storefront. Uh, Not every strategy will work the exact same in every storefront. And then the last thing, um, again, kind of relates back to the first point, but you need to capture the messaging of this, you know, season spirit. Um, Again, for Christmas, for example, it's going to be cozy, giving, warm. Uh, For Halloween, it's going to be spooky. And then for Black Friday, you're going to want to, you know, maybe use the black, uh, you know, backdrop for your app icon so that it gives a little bit of elegance. But uh, you might want to also use red, for example, to create a sense of urgency in your users to, you know, make their purchases during this season. So uh, you need to make sure that your messaging matches the season, basically. If we had to start between like local, you know, doing a seasonality for app icons or screenshots, is there one that you would start off with? Definitely do the icon. We've seen good results with that. I would definitely say icon, actually. You gave the perfect example because it's basically the first thing that a user sees. Um, So anything that the user is going to see first is going to be our first focus because, again, we just want these to be attention catching at first. I like it. Okay. Yeah, me. You broke it down for us. App icon, preview video, (laughs) screenshots, and then the in-app experience. I like that. Um, Yeah, so, uh, you know, on the topic of that, let's say that you, uh, you know, sort of uh, made your app icon uh, according to the season, you changed your screenshots, you changed your preview videos, whatever. So your product page completely reflects the season, let's say Halloween. But then the user comes into the app and there's absolutely nothing about Halloween. The, you know, in-app experience is the exact same. So that is going to lead to a very high bounce rate. Um, the user will, you know, be kind of misled by your product page at that point. And that is going to create, again, the opposite effect. Let's say you have a game and the in-app experience, like the gameplay is actually like sunny and bright and, you know, uh, bright colors. Uh, if the user sees that, you know, after coming to your app from that product page, it's going to, uh you know, create frustration or, you know, at the very least, they might just close the app and delete it. Um, In the next slide, we actually have a very good example of this. Uh, Subway Surfers did a great job of leveraging seasonality for Halloween. 
So they did change their app icon. They did change their screenshots to, you know, match the theme of spooky. But then if you go into the app, they actually changed the gameplay as well. So the sunny backdrop um, had actually changed to something more creepy. And they also had in-app events for Halloween as well. Um, I put two here, but they had like three or four, I believe. And so they really, really optimized for this season. It, you know, you can tell that they prepared really well for this. And so this is something that's going to increase the retention rate um, as long as it's done right. And I just wanted to put it here as a good example. So you need to match uh, the creatives with the in-app experience for sure. Yeah. And I think, you know, the there's an old marketing saying that says it's easier to like sell an existing company customer than trying to find a new one. And that's what these in-app events are all about. Like, Hey, look, it's telling me, Hey, you want to come back into the app? Like, you know what I mean? Like, do you want to come back in on these, some of these apps that you used to have on your phone? It's a great way to re-engage with your users rather than always thinking about how do I find new customers? Like what about the ones that actually took an interest in you and left? It's, you know, it's a great way to just bring them back in here. So man, subway surfers, shout out to them. 10 years running. Insane. <laughs> They're still in the top charts, Valen. It's crazy. Exactly. They are. It's very nice to see, actually. Yeah, I know. All right. We're still here. I like it. Awesome. So moving on to keyword optimization. Uh, so again, as I mentioned, different keywords tend to gain uh, popularity during certain seasons. Um, you might actually need an ASO tool such as Mobile Action to actually discover these trends. But here you're seeing a screenshot of Mobile Action, actually. And we're seeing in the shopping category, the keywords that are getting more and more popular are obviously Black Friday. And so what we need to do, again, as I mentioned, if we want to gain visibility for these seasonally popular keywords, we need to either place them in our metadata or our search as campaigns. So um, the problem with the metadata here, especially if you have a relatively successful app and if you have relatively good organic rankings, you're not going to have that much space to place these keywords uh, because, uh, you know, the moment you delete a keyword to add something seasonal instead, you are losing rankings for that other keyword. And so this is sort of where Apple Search Ads will come in um, and help us. Uh, if you can go to the next slide, I also put an example of how many variations of uh, a seasonal keyword there, there can be. Wow. So for example, looking at Halloween related keywords, these are just a small portion of them. These are not all of them. Uh, but I just wanted to put here the ones that have a relatively good um, search score, which is basically their search volume. Uh, so you can see we have, for example, ghost games, we, we have Hocus Pocus, we have some different typos of you know, Halloween's, Halloween games for adults, uh, Halloween games free. And so you're not going to be able to place all of these in your metadata, obviously, because organically we have very, very limited space. So um, what we need to do here is we can actually put these in our Apple search ads campaigns so that we can bid on all of them. And while we are doing that, we can also create custom product pages for these keywords as well. Um, these CPPs obviously will be seasonal, so they will reflect the you know, theme of the keyword you are bidding on. Um, and this way you're gonna be taking advantage of all of the seasonal keywords. Uh, but another thing here is that you need to do this in advance so that you can actually collect data. I like it. 
And the bad thing about seasonality is it's only once in a while that happens. So you're going to have to figure out, oh, that did work. And wait another year for that. That's why I'm like, look, let's just go hard on uh, Black Friday stuff and let's see what happens because why wait till next year? Let's just try it this year while all these things exist. Exactly. Um, Actually, that brings us to our next point. Um, So there are some things that you need to look out for when you're leveraging seasonality. Um, So the very first thing that we, you know, should mention is the high bounce rate. So there will be some users um, who will be, you know, coming to the app from all the hype around that season if you optimize well, and then they might leave the app. Uh, And another, you know, issue here might be that if the in-app experience, again, as I mentioned, doesn't match the new assets that you have. So that is one thing that we need to look out for. Another thing that we need to do is at the end of the season, you just need to go back to normal. You cannot leave your app seasonal all year round. Um, I think this should be obvious, but if it's been Christmas and then, you know, a month later, you still have Santa Claus in your app icon when your app has nothing to do with Christmas, it's just going to look bad. It's just going to Um, signal to your users that you're not really taking care of this app. Um, Unfortunately, it's going to signal the same to Apple as well. So it's going to both directly and indirectly uh, hurt your visibility on the App Store. Uh, So that's something that we definitely don't want. And for us to be able to do that, we need to have a very clear roadmap and calendar for how we're going to be doing things. So first, you need to really research um, the market, research what your competitors have been doing. If they started doing anything, what did they do last year? Maybe what did they do that, you know, the year before that? So you also kind of have an idea of um, what worked for them in the past years, not just one year. Um, So you can kind of see how they are evolving their strategy as well once you do that. Um, again, you know, for you to be able to do research like this, you need a, an ASO tool for like mobile action, uh, you know, where you can see all previous updates of an app. Uh, and then you need to start planning. So um, how exactly are you going to execute things? Because you won't have that much time to execute, actually. Uh, you need to also test in that phase. Um, so again, you need to start testing in advance uh, because if you use, for example, product pages, uh, product page optimization, you're going to need like two, three weeks at least um, uh, to collect enough data. But that also means that you cannot update your app at all during that time. So if you don't want to go for product page optimization, you can also use, again, as I mentioned, custom product pages, which doesn't really divide traffic um, as well as we want um, in the sense of A-B testing. But we can just do... Uh, you know, we can just see what users are kind of inclined towards. And if you start in advance, you're going to have more data. Um, And then you need to execute at exactly the right time uh, and then analyze your results and, you know, start planning already what to do for next year. So this is not really a set it and forget it practice. Um, And, you know, considering there's not just one sort of event in the whole year, you kind of need to be doing this constantly if you're going to leverage any type of seasonality. I was on mute. Okay. All right. I like it. You want to go to the next slide? That's it. Uh, Yeah, that's it. 
I love it. So guys, if you wanted to learn more, go check them out. Mobile Action is a great ASO tool and search ads tool that I've been really using, utilizing your search ads.com to automate a lot of the bidding that you might have to do. Great. It's sort of like almost like Palin said it and forget it because you can set up a bunch of rules and automation. And the worst thing about search ads is literally managing the bids, you know, making sure that those bids are hitting your cost per acquisition goals. And so that's one of the things that we we have to do that manually. We do where we go into the client and just adjust the bids based on the CPI goals and search ads.com will take care of that. And then mobile action for the ASO side, they've got a free plan for all you indies out there who want to just get started. It's a great tool. I use the search ads like research tool to see which, which apps have the most impression on a particular keyword. So I love that one the best. So it is mobile action and search ads.com. Hey, Palin, I want to kind of talk about the seasonality. And for those, if you are a game, I know Dataology, I know you got the jigsaw puzzle game. We're working together. So I apologize. I was like, I knew Dataology sounds familiar. If you're a game, it's sort of like a no brainer, right? You can see all the top games like Temple Run and then Subway Surfers. They still have some of that opt that seasonality, you know, going on. And so it's sort of like a no brainer. And I think it's just an easy, quick little win rather than focusing on all these little things of like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. Like, just try it out, you know, see what happens. It should improve it. It's been something that games have been doing for so long and it just makes sense. I think it, it's a great way to reach users and be like, oh, what's this? Oh, cool. And then almost like on your phone, you're like, oh, it's a new app icon. That's kind of cool, right? Like, let me, let me check that out again because it's in line with what's happening right now in season. So. I'm a proponent of it. Exactly, yeah, I agree. And also, I want to mention one more thing about like subway surfers. I think it makes sense that they are still at the top because they are still, you know, very actively taking care of the app. Like, I was gonna check out their Halloween creatives, and then I saw that they already, um, you know, uh, changed their assets based on another sort of a special holiday. And I was really surprised to see that. Like, these guys never sleep. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's amazing to see them in the top charts to this day. Like no game has that much and so many clones too of subway surfers. Like there's been plenty of clones that have come, come and gone as well. All right. Let's exactly. take a look at the, anything else you want to cover from the ASO side of things. Seasonality. Uh, no, no, I think we're good. Well, let's kick it off and we're going to do an app audit as well. Now I go live on YouTube for those who aren't familiar with my channel. I go live on YouTube every Friday and then we take a look at your apps. We have a guest on. And so we already have, we're filled, we're overfilled actually for this virtual summit that with all the app audits. But if you want us to take a look at your app in a future YouTube live stream, just go to appmasters.com slash audit. All right. We've got Gonzalo's app pulled up, Palin. Da Vinci Kids, fun learning. So it looks like fun, specially curated kids content. We're winning shows all in one. He wants help with keyword positioning, store listing improvement opportunities. And that's why I said, okay, I know who to talk to if you have that question. So that's why I brought it to your attention, Palin. What do you, what do you see here? Uh, the very first thing that I'm noticing is that we have kids both in the title and the subtitle. Um, since in iOS, uh, you know, things, uh, keywords only get indexed once. Uh, that is a complete waste of our space. So um, we can just, you know, rule out kids from our subtitle, not only for the space, but also I don't think it as much, uh, you know, just because we already have it in the name, like the Vinci Kids. I don't think anybody is going to think that this app is for adults after that. 
And so my first recommendation will be removing the four kids from the subtitle. I like it. Have you guys noticed any, you know, there's been some articles written on this and some we experience like, have you seen anything with duplicating these keywords? You know, back in the day, having a keyword duplicated in the title actually did help your rankings. And I'm testing out if it's still maybe it's true today. Like, you know, Apple's always changing the algorithm. So I'm like, I wonder if it's back true again. Most of the time it's, you don't need kids, but have you guys noticed any data on your end where duplicating does help or does it hurt? Um, actually, we have not seen any sort of benefits from duplicating keywords in iOS. Uh, actually, the exact opposite. We've seen the benefit of removing duplicate keywords and replacing them with higher volume, uh, you know, some popular keywords that are really generic um, has brought us a lot of rankings and we didn't really lose any rankings for our um, original duplicated keyword. Um, and also, for example, if you add something that is going to, you know, make it long tail keyword with the duplicated keyword, that actually really helps um, as well from what I've seen. I'm going to take a look, Gonzalo, real quick. Uh, Mexico. All right. I know this trick still works, Palin. Spanish Mexico, you want a whole different title, a whole different subtitle as well, because the Spanish Mexico localization is indexed by the US App Store. So if you're going to use English anyways, Gonzalo, you might as well have different keywords. So whether it's fun learning here, it could be, you know, I don't know, educational TV for kids or educational content. And then when I'm looking at the screenshots, Palin, I'm kind of thinking through like, what kind of content is this? I get that you're specially curating, but like, what is it? You know, what can my kids learn? Whether it's painting, whether it's, you know, I would like to know types of things they might be learning. And it feels like it's YouTube content that's being shown, but we'll figure it out once we get into the app. But that's what the sense I get. So is it like specially curated, but also like, hey, we've original content. It doesn't seem like original content, but I would like to know what kind of things. If I'm, you know, I'm a little bit, as a parent, I'm going to be a little bit more guarded in downloading this for my kids because I want to know what's exactly in this before I even download it. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, different screenshots could have maybe like if they are covering different subjects, like one of them could be based on maths, one of them could be science, um, whatever the app's coverage is. I think we really need to show that well in the screenshots because at, like like you mentioned, we can't really understand what that content is. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, he has it in the description. It's like science, technology, engineering, art, math, science, all the learning, brain boosting games. So I don't see that in the screenshots. And frankly, I think your screenshots could be updated a bit. They seem a little bit old. What is this? 2020, 2003? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and I know with parents, you know, one of the things we've tested is having these trust symbols is pretty important. Kids safe, certified. You might want to put this one into the first three. Like you can just literally have it as a badge right here versus just its own screenshot that's buried later on. So, and then, you know, maybe having some testimonials and screenshots too. All right. We got anything else on the ASO front, like the keywords on the App Store page? 
Phelan, that you want to cover? Um, yeah, sure. So about this app, I would just like the description, the long description to be a bit more parted up. Um, I think it looks a bit too clustered. So your eye doesn't really go anywhere when you look at it. It just sort of looks, you know, like a big paragraph. Um, so I would just recommend making it a bit more, um, you know, in bullet points, the eye goes to the value propositions immediately. Um, just make it a bit more readable and make it, you know, more attention grabbing because, you know, at, at first glance, I can just see STEM there. And I think that's the only thing my eye went to first, just because it's in, you know, uh, uppercase. Uh, but my eye should go to all of the value propositions one by one. So that would be uh, a recommendation from my side. Uh, one more thing I would like to mention is the screenshot you want to move to the forward uh, with sort of um, the parent and the kid. Um, we don't really use the color red so much in kids categories. Our clients usually don't mm. prefer this color too much. Um, so we usually, especially for educational kids apps like these, we usually go for more blues and purples and greens um, are the more popular colors of this category, but usually not, you know, bold colors like red. I like that. I like that insight. Yeah, I've noticed that mostly it's blues and yellows. They're bright still and purple, but not necessarily red. All right. George did have a question for you, Palin. George says, when do we... When we do change the keyword relevant fields, how long until we should see the results? How long does it take for us to see the results? Um, in about two to three weeks, uh, you should have a pretty good understanding of where your keyword rankings are going to go. Um, if after three weeks you're still not performing well for a keyword, you can just safely take it out. What should we do? Should we do anything besides just put it into the meta field? Like, I don't know, run some search ads. I don't know. What, what else should we do? Um, basically, there's not much that we can do to get, you know, better rankings from these keywords other than putting them in our metadata. Um, you know, one thing you can do, let's say you have a keyword in your App Store Connect field, uh, but you definitely want more, um, you know, better rankings for that keyword. You can try moving it up. So either to the title or the subtitle, which have higher uh, ranking factors. Um, if you're already bidding on this keyword, which again, uh, is the best thing we can do aside from, you know, adding our and removing keywords from our metadata is just bidding them, uh, bidding on them on, on Apple search ads and increasing their bids. And basically, if your, you know, tap through rates are low, um, you can try optimizing your product page a little bit more. Um, and if your conversion rate is low, for example, you can just try, uh, you know, for example, optimizing your long description or, you know, just description for iOS. Um, so those are sort of the only things you can do basically. Okay. Hey, Palin, uh, I'm going to ask you this question. I got this question from a client of mine. It's like, how do we increase the search volume of our brand? Um, that's a really great question. Uh, so one new thing that you can do is Apple is coming with, you know, with the new placements, so uh, today tab, we've actually seen great results uh, in terms of the impressions. So it brought like multiples of what our regular campaigns are bringing us. So you can definitely try that to create more of a brand awareness for sure. So the today tab has worked especially well. Okay. I like that. And I think maybe like influencer marketing, because, you know, people are going to be searching for that particular term anyways. That, But I like that today tab idea. All right, you want to get into the app real quick? Well, we got about four minutes left. 
Let's see how fast we can go. All right, here we go. Let's help out Gonzalo. I'm hit don't allow. Ask for push notifications. Enhance. What I would do is versus enhance their learning. You know what I mean? Just I like using terms like your things that say personalize it to me. But any thoughts on this page right now? Um, yeah, I completely agree with you. I think it's a bit still vague. Yeah. All right, let's get started. We'll learn you reading content. Okay. Interactive learning. These visuals seem a lot better than the screenshots, Bailey. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that, actually. The, you got the perfect testimonial right before I got to create an account. Awesome. Right? What's your child's age? Right. Uh, let's go, Chloe. Maybe I shouldn't just publicly announce all my stuff online. <laughs> all right. Chloe loves my daughter. Chloe loves this. Okay. Sign in with the Apple. Everything's good so far. Yeah. The visuals here are, are amazing. Gonzalo, your screenshots, not so amazing. That's like a, a D and this is like an A. All right. Okay. Seven days. I like this. Check a reminder, set a plan. But this one doesn't. Oh, still so both have trials. Anything here that you want to add? I like this paywall. I think it works. Yeah, I think it comes in a good time. Just, you know, put the testimonial in your screenshots, and I think we are good to go. Yeah, I, don't, I think nothing here that I would add. I like the paywall. Sometimes I like to go longer, but I think if you're not going to go a long paywall, then this, the Blinkist model is what I'll call it, works the best. All right. And then yeah, exactly. I hit X. Well, hitting X takes forever. I love that little animation. Okay, I love that too. Oh, wait. Can I not? So it looks like it's a hard paywall. <laughs> I, I don't mind a hard paywall. I'm, I'm, I'm actually a proponent of hard paywall. But what I don't like is you kind of tricking me in having the x and then giving me this maybe, oh maybe they're just giving okay so that was not that was confusing did you know that that we would get this for free this content for free uh no exactly no okay yeah i didn't know that either i thought i'd have to pay but you know this is cool that you're giving me some free content but i had no idea this was actually paid i thought i i mean free i thought i had to have to pay because this little thing up here looks like it's a lock without like really into it gonzalo he's like hey here's a sneak peek you know get free episodes before you know here's what i would change on this failing is call it our most popular episodes for free just for you and then do 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 people can go but like reword it i didn't know what this meant watch 3x free episodes before you start your trial no our most popular episodes for you before you start your free trial that's it you know, FOMO, popularity, people love that, do that. Remove this little star thing because it looks like a lock. I really thought it was a lock. But then, yeah, just say this is all free. You could be better about that. All right. I agree 100%. All right. Once again, it is mobileaction.co or searchads.com. If you want to learn more, 
check it out. Really, really, we still use the tool. Okay, so the active tool. If you're an indie developer, they're really making a big push and trying to help the indie community. You can start get started for free, and as you scale and start making those revenue, you can scale up for that. And then go to searchads.com if you need an automated way to manage your search ads. A time saver and a lifesaver. Really worth it. Set up those automations, and you'll be like, "Thank you, Steve. That was awesome." All right, Taylor. If the audience wants to connect with you, you want to send them anywhere else. Uh, they can just connect with me on LinkedIn or shoot me an email at pillinetmobileaction.com anytime they want. Yeah, I love it. All right, Ariel has one last question that maybe Palin can answer. How does the phrases work in the keywords? Should I type all the phrases together or create several phrases with a single create keyword? Uh, you can actually do the second one. So uh, you don't need to put the phrases together. You can put a keyword in the title, another keyword in the keyword list, and they are just going to combine with each other, um, especially for iOS. It's kind of the same for Google Play, but um, putting the phrases together kind of has a better effect on Google Play from what we've seen. But in no way do you have to put them together. Tired of overpaying for App Store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.